Hey, Jesus fans, welcome to True North Podcast, where we grow closer to God together. This podcast was brought to you by Solid Rock Church in Irving, Texas, and our host, Pastor Ed Snyder. To find out more about this podcast, visit our website at truenorthdfw.org. Now let's join Pastor Snyder in a new direction and a new destination. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of True North Podcast. We sure hope you enjoyed last week, 47, for the extraordinary out of the ordinary. Today, we're going to talk about why purpose in conjunction with our series, Pursuit of Purpose. So grab something to write with, grab yourself a cup of coffee. We'll be right back. And we are back. Thank you again for joining us. We always want to make sure that we show our appreciation to all of our listeners out there. It's amazing. Thank you for joining us. We also want to say thank you to all of the kind comments on our social media platforms. Our son is now a married man, and the Snyder clan has grown by one. We say welcome to Katie Snyder. And these two have got a great life ahead of them. We are so proud of both of them. God's going to use them in a fantastic way. I was kind of concerned if I had the mental capacity to be able to be with you today after going through that wedding, but it was absolutely gorgeous uh, wedding and a great celebration. They are going to be returning here either today or tomorrow from their honeymoon and get started on their life. So, God bless the newest Snyders to the clan. All right. And again, thank you for all of you for your support here at True North Podcast for the True North Nation. We are excited about you joining us today. We have been in a series called The Pursuit of Purpose. Today, we're going to break that down. Our actual episode title is Why Purpose? We're going to cover that. And uh, we're going to break down the meaning of pursuit and the meaning of purpose and how that all fits together in our life, because I really feel like that it is extremely important for us to understand that we have a purpose. You have a purpose in this life. You have a reason that you are on planet Earth and God has it all laid out for you. But we want to start with 1 Peter chapter 2. And verse number nine, 1 Peter chapter two and verse number nine. If you've been in church any time at all, you know where I'm going. You probably identified what we're going to read today, but it's who we are. Verse nine of the of the second chapter of First Peter says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Verse 10, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. That is our foundation today in this episode, and what we're going to talk about, again, is the pursuit of purpose. Everyone wants to know the purpose of life or the purpose in life. 
Why am I here? That's really the question that are or should be is, is why am I here? Why am I on planet Earth? You know, several of us listening right now can say, well, I'm here because of my children, my spouse. Uh, I'm here because of, of family or I have a career and I'm making a difference in that career. That's good. That's that's really good, and I'm glad, especially for those that have taken a priority uh, and placed it upon your family, your children. This world that we live in right now is a sick, sick world. Uh, it, it's just it, it's the signs of the time, and if there ever was a day that we need to get on top of why am I on this earth? Why do I exist? Why do does God have me on this earth? It's right now, because the way the world is going, the 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 corruption, the deterioration of of not not just biblical values. But moral, good old-fashioned moral values are deteriorating. And again, biblical prophecy is being fulfilled. The good news is it's the darkest hour for humanity, but it's the brightest day and hour for the church. Our best is yet to come. So let's let's take a look because you know especially with what's going on in our world today all of the protests and all of what's going the government and the mandates and and the viruses and and just all the crazy liberal stuff that's happening out there if there ever was a time that people need to stand up and say we're not doing this no more it's right now if there ever was a day that people need to stand up and grow a backbone for biblical values, it's right now. It's today. You know, so we need to get that question answered. Why am I here? What is my purpose? So let's let's deep dive now and let's look at this series titled Pursuit of Purpose. Pursuit of purpose. Now, I always like to do definitions. You know, what does this word mean? You know, word studies. What does this word mean? What does that word mean? And it really gives us a lot of understanding when we're talking about a subject, what the actual word means. So here we go. Pursuit. The act of pursuing uh, in pursuit of the fox. Okay. The act of of pursuing. Simple. Pretty simple. Uh, An effort to secure or attain, it is a quest. So when I am in pursuit of something, I am pursuing it. I am going after it. I am going to obtain, whether it's the job, whether it's the career or the promotion in my career, whether it is something within God, uh, ministry, uh, uh, a to-do, or whatever it is, it is the act of pursuing. Now, let's look at purpose. Purpose is, is the reason for which something exists or is done, made, used, etc. An intended or desire result. All right? So that is the purpose. Our purpose. What is our purpose? In other words, what is the reason that we exist. What is supposed to be done? What is supposed to be made? What is supposed to be used? And on and on. What is our intended or desired result? I I am personally, and I'm just going to let you in to me a little bit. Um, 
I am obsessed, obsessed with making my mark on this world. Yes, I believe the coming of the Lord is at hand, but I may see the grave. After all, I'm turning 60 in September, and uh, I've got another, I'm believing another 20 years to be very active in ministry and the church here in, in the Dallas area. However, I may see the grave. And, and this is not, folks, I want you to understand, this is not an ego thing. This is all about fulfilling my purpose and making my mark. In other words, the desired result. So when I, if I go by the grave, I want people to walk by my casket and be able to say, he made a difference in my life. He helped me. I want to be able to make the mark on this world, or in other words, fulfill the purpose that God has. That's why we preach and teach through Solid Rock. That's why we write books. That's why we uh, uh, promote, or excuse me, publish podcasts every week, is we're trying to fulfill the purpose that we feel God has for us. And when end of life comes, I've got to be able to lay it down and say, I have, I have fought a good fight. I have kept the faith. Amen. I, I've got to be able to say, I have fulfilled my purpose. I have obtained the intended or desired result. So we here, here's something else that we need to think about in this subject, and that is that we pursue things that we value. Think about that. Okay, we pursue things we feel have value, and that's a key in what we're talking about today. Is why purpose is when we when we look for, when we seek after, when we pursue our purpose, it's going to have some value. We're going to feel like okay, this has got something. This has value, and this is what I want to accomplish in my life. So we pursue things. That we value. Now let's let's dive into a little bit of word study again, and let's look at the word value, and let's look at the word purpose again. Okay, value versus purpose. Now I want you to listen very closely, and uh, if you're doing something, if you can take a break for a minute and focus on on what you're hearing in this podcast. Because value versus purpose is something that we need to really pick up on. Value is the quality, positive or negative, it's the quality that renders something desirable or valuable. You know, uh, one man's garbage is another man's gold. You know, one man throws something out into the garbage, but another person says, wait a minute, that's got value. There's diamonds in the rough. Okay. So we've, we've got to realize value is the quality that renders something desirable or valuable. Purpose is an object to be reached, a target, an aim, a goal. So if the purpose, the object, the target, the aim, the goal has value, now listen, then we will pursue that purpose because of the value that we have or feel that it brings. 
Did you ever wonder the value God sees in you? Have you ever wondered, not just when you think about what is my purpose, why does God have me on the face of the earth? What you're really asking is, what is the value that God sees in me? Now, folks, there's something that gets in the way. 90% of the time when we are trying to pursue uh, purpose and figure out what does God have for me, and that is low self-esteem. We do not have value in ourselves. Maybe we need to pray that God would open our eyes to see the value that he sees in you. Think about that, digest that, chew on it, and then, of course, pray about it. All right? Now, what is our purpose to God? God created us in his own image. Now, I know we've read that, but I, again, for any of our new listeners or, or people just coming to understand God, Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26, 7, and 8, the Bible says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Sounds pretty cool so far. Verse 27, so God created man in his own image. God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over every living thing that moves on the earth. Genesis chapter 2, we are set in the Garden of Eden with a, a similar mandate to tend to the garden. God created man in his own image, and it says he created male and female. He created them in verse 27. So God created you. Now, it doesn't matter what kind of environment you may be living in or what kind of environment you came out of. It doesn't matter what you think of yourself. You are a creation of God, and God created you in his own image. Therefore, you have stuff. You have tools to work with. You have power to tap into because you are created by God, all right? Now, we have this mandate to tend to the garden, to watch over the garden. You, you, you probably know the story that uh, the Garden of Eden was created by God. There was everything that Adam and Eve needed, every herb, every vegetable, every fruit, everything. They were there to live off that garden, to tend to that garden, to watch over that garden, and make sure everything is good. Another neat thing that happens in the Garden of Eden is the Bible says, in the cool of the day, God walked with man. God came by for a little visit every day, and fellowship with Adam and Eve. Now, what is this saying? Number one, we are. this is saying that we are most definitely created with a purpose. 
not just to be autonomously unique, but vocationally set apart. It is, it is clear God has a purpose in mind for us. We are created in his own image. We're going to rule and reign, be fruitful, and multiply. Is that not what the Scripture says? That God gave us a purpose, and that is to rule and to reign and to be fruitful and to multiply. Now, look at what David said, referring to Genesis chapter 1 in, in Psalm chapter 8 and verses 4 through 8. Now, listen to what David wrote in the book of Psalms in the 8th chapter, verses 4 through 8. What is man that you are mindful of him? And the son of man that you may visit him. For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. This is David writing about this in Psalms, and Psalms is a long way from Genesis 2. Verse 7, all sheep and oxen, even the beast of the field, the birds of the air, and the fish of the sea that pass through the paths of the seas. So David is recognizing that God was made in the image of or excuse me, man was made in the image of God, and that God gave man dominion, power, authority over all these things. So you're not junk tossed into the potter's field. You're not a nobody. You're you're not from the wrong side of the tracks. You, my friend, belong to God. We need to understand this. We need to grab a hold of this. I don't care if somebody in your life has told you you're an idiot. You're not an idiot. If you've had somebody in your life tell you you are stupid, you're not stupid. You're God's. And God has all wisdom and all power and all authority. Understand that. Okay? Now, Here we are in Genesis. We're in the Garden of Eden. We've got everything at our fingertips. We have fellowship with God. We have, in the cool of the evening, God walked with man. Everything that we ever needed is at our disposal. But then man messed up. He devalued himself. Because among all of the blessings of God in the Garden of Eden... Out of everything that he had at his disposal, there was one thing, just one tree that God said, if you bite into the fruit of that tree of good and evil, you're going to die. So when he bit into that fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, there was a devaluing of himself. You see, we're so valuable to God, but anytime we can commit sin in our life, and sin always breaks communion with God, and then it devalues ourselves. 
We have got to, you know, this may be another power of sin. You know, sin separates us from God. Sin, if it's not repented of, we die. Guess what? We're not going to make it to heaven. Okay? Now, that's Bible. Don't, don't say, oh, we're judging. No, we're not judging. We're just going with the Scripture. But when we sin, we devalue ourselves. What we're actually saying is, God can't give me pleasure. This can. All right? So sin separates us. It separates us from the power source that actually makes us valuable and powerful. Now, if you are listening today and you have uh, you are one of those that are not alone in this category, but feels like that you're not worth much and that you don't have really any talent that you can give or skill sets that you need to fulfill something in the kingdom of God, that's a bunch of baloney. That's a lie from the pit of hell, all right? Because we have got to realize that when we repented of our sins, not only has God forgiven us of past sins, but we need to allow God to break the power of sin over our lives. And because of the power of sin, not just to cause us to go back, but devaluing ourselves. You see, you know, you have a lot of people say, oh, I'm so unworthy to come to God. Preacher, you don't know what I've done in my life and how bad it's gotten and and how deep and ugly my sin is. It doesn't matter. Christ died for all our sins. And not only did he die for our sins, that we may be forgiven of our sins, but then the devaluing that we caused ourselves is now healed and value starts to return. Remember, he made us in his own image. We are to be like him, like Christ, like God. To God, folks, you that's listening to my voice right now, you have purpose. You were created in his own image to rule, to reign, to be fruitful, and to multiply. And everything that you need to fulfill, reign, rule, f- uh, fruit, being fruitful, and multiplying, God will give you the talent and the skill sets that you need. I'll tell you what else you're created for. You're created to worship him. When we worship him, we bring down the power of God to be able to rule and reign and be fruitful and to multiply. So to God, folks, you are valuable. Believe that. Take that. Minister. Let, let that minister to you. You are valuable. Here's something else that we need to realize. When we devalue ourselves by sin and separate ourselves from God, we automatically try to overcompensate and make ourselves feel better about the guilt and the shame that sin brings. But God decided how valuable you are and that your purpose can't be fulfilled until something happens. So he robed himself in flesh came to this earth and gave himself as a sacrifice for the sins of the world. If you really want to know how valuable you are, look at the cross, and that will tell you how valuable you really, really are. If you want to bring value back, it's not in making a name for yourself. 
It's not in seeing how smart you are or uh, you're the smartest human on earth. It's not how much money you can make. Those are all byproducts or blessings of what or who you really are. We need to get to the devaluing factor out of our lives, and that is sin. So when we get sin completely out of our life and the guilt that the enemy tries to plague us with after we get rid of our sin, that we are a loser and that we're stupid and we don't have that much sense and I must have lost my mind or whatever whatever you're going on in your mind and heart, you need to understand how valuable you really are. You see, folks, Christ died for our sins. God thinks so much of you that he gave us an opportunity to get our value back so that we can fulfill our purpose. You have a purpose. You have a reason to be on planet Earth. And the enemy is trying to keep you from that with the shame and the guilt of the past, with the past damage that other people has caused. We've got to get healing, forgiveness, and healing of that. And our first steps in pursuing our purpose to become valuable to God and fulfill our purpose. If you haven't, you need to be baptized in Jesus' name. You need the infilling of the Holy Ghost and live a holy and righteous life. That is what brings the power. That's what brings the anointing, and that is what's going to bring the opportunity to fulfill your purpose. Don't ever forget how special you are to God, how valuable you are to God. And there are people that are on this earth right now that think you're valuable. Do not let the devil tell you that you are not, that you don't have what it takes. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. There is no weapon formed against me that shall prosper. So the enemy, let him come. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Find your purpose. Go after your purpose. Pursue your purpose and make a difference in the world. God bless you. Thank you again for listening. Be sure and visit our website at truenorthdfw.org and hit us up on our social platforms. I'd love to see you on Twitter and connect. God bless. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us at True North Podcast. You can find us on iHeartRadio or any other podcasting platform. If you want to have any questions, visit us at truenorthdfw.org. We'll catch you all next week.